Welcome to the Push Performance Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back. What episode are we on? I missed a week, so I don't know. 47. 47. Episode 47. That's a lot. Almost 50. I thought it was maybe 10 or so. Really? I don't Shows you how much you listen. You're a jerk. Don't, don't, I don't pay attention. You're, you're a jerk, man. I'm off social media with this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I saw you post something the other day. <laughs> Probably about your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. All right, guys. We got, uh, well, I'm back. Thanks for, back. how did last week go, by the way? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. Taylor led, led the show. Was, yeah. He said he yeah, had fun. He had his time to shine. Hell yeah. <laughs> Took the yeah. mic. Like. Well, you know, hopefully you guys give us feedback if you like Taylor or myself more. <laughs> you know, we'll see who runs the podcast. <laughs> it was good. Good. Yeah, I went to San Diego in Skins area. I went with the family. Two week spring break for the boys. Got a nice little bronze. Yeah, this is my normal darkness. <laughs> so that was good. That. Yeah, well. I've been in the freezing cold in Denver two weeks ago. <laughs> and now you leaving it's like seventies. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah. course. Classic. Yep. So yeah, today we got my my guy Stephen Wilson on from the San Diego Padres. Steve, what's up? How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, yes. Yeah, I guess tell us who you are. Uh, Stephen Wilson from Littleton, Colorado. Uh, Twenty-seven years old. Got drafted by the Padres in twenty eighteen. Um, been with them ever since. Got added to the forty man this off season. So, yeah. Just what college did you go to? Santa Clara University. <laughs> I was there six years, two medical red shirts. That's kind got of drafted as a sixth year senior. Yeah. In 2018. Two, what'd you have a TJ? TJ, my fifth year yep. in 2017. Yep. And then my freshman year was like shoulder and scat problems. Yep. No surgery. No surgery. I mean, that's something you've dealt with is some injuries, some weird injuries yeah. your whole career. I think we're finally getting that point where it's like we're getting to a good spot. We're on a good we're in a good spot. Like yeah. we just did this reassessment today and it was like damn near flawless, which okay. is great. Yeah. But it's been now it's been like what a solid over a year straight on our program versus like you doing our program yeah. in the off season and then going to the, the org stuff and then Yeah. Yeah, I didn't pay for the in season or do the in season for my first Two years in Pro Bowl. Yep. Yeah, 19. Well, 19 and 21. There was COVID year in the yep. middle of that. Yep. Or I guess it was halfway through 21 that I, because I had the rib pop out. And yep. I came and saw you when I was rehabbing here. And yep. Haven't stopped doing the workouts. You feel good. healthy. Yeah. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. So, yeah, tell us, I mean, your injury history. That's kind of, like, intriguing to me, right? That's, yeah. I love working with you because we have those battles. Like, we can't. I don't ever trap are you. Yeah. Um, you know, I probably could now, but I just don't want to. Yeah. You know, like I'm a lot of stuff with way. a lot of stuff with you is like a lot of pelvis position, rib cage position stuff. Yeah. Um, like your rib your rib popped out essentially just because you're getting over rotated and yep. you know, overused and lateral flexion sucked. And yeah. Um, so there's you know, there's a big big reason behind everything we're doing, right? So Absolutely. like what what have you noticed like to work at what works and what doesn't work in, in baseball for you? Like, who are you as a pitcher? And then what, then I'll talk about how we train you, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess you could say I'm a power pitcher, yep. mid to upper nines and slider. Relief, relief guy. Relief guy. Yeah. Come in for an inning and kind of blow it out. And yeah. So pretty aggressive on the mound. Um, not a very violent delivery, but naturally my body's pretty tight. So I've got to like do all the extra mobility and stuff to keep 
my body functioning the right way yeah. and moving properly. And that was probably why I had TJ. I mean, you remember when I came in, I couldn't even do like a a ninety ninety. No, <laughs> my hips were so bad. Yeah, then you had that had that yeah. uh, groin issue. Yeah, I had uh, bilateral hernias. Yeah. So yeah, terrible hips, terrible spine mobility, terrible shoulder mobility. That was, and then I started coming. I saw you right before the college season for the first time. I was back in Denver. Yeah for the 2017 to 2018 off season. And that's when I had TJ and we fixed that and went and had a great year in college my last year. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're for you, like you're a vertical break guy, right? Yeah. So you're pretty over the top. Yeah. Over the top, ride the fastball and like a gyro slider that just kind of goes down. It's not very horizontal. It's, it looks more like a lot of people think I throw a curveball, but it's a slider like gyro spin, bullet spin slider. What's that profile? Do you know? In terms on, of what? Like to track man? To, uh, which metrics? Like horizontal break or? Um, I could look it up, but the vertical's decent. I don't know how accurate our stuff is right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got more vertical, less horizontal. Okay. So than, than typical sliders. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I look at with yeah. how you move, right? So like, like you just said, you're super weird or you're kind of hyper mobile in joints. Yeah. But you're also really tight, if that makes sense. Yeah, like you're places. super lax in your like your elbows and and not your not your right elbow anymore. But like <laughs> your your TJ. But you know the way you get into positions. Like you used to like when you're running your toe touches, you used to drop your knees straight back. Yeah. Right and go like hyper extension knees. Not even be close to touching my toes. Nope. Nope. And then it was all like your pelvis would just dump, yeah. and then you know. So like we take his pitch profiles and we look at you know what he needs and how he moves and what he sucks at and why he was getting injured. And essentially, all right, your lateral, you need really good lateral flexion, right? So then that rib cage happened. It was like, all right, your lateral flexion sucks. Your pelvis is in a dumpy position and, you know, a lot of like tilt. And we want to really focus on getting you neutral and the rib cage neutral, like adding some Zercher stuff has helped and adding, um, you know, certain core stability has helped. But at the same time, like we got to allow you to be good on the mound, yeah. right? So that is getting that vertical break. That's why you're good. You have a yeah. high, you know, mid to mid to upper fastball that has high ride on it. Yeah. Um, so for me, like high ride guys need good lateral flexion. Yeah. Right. And you didn't have that. Here. Exactly. It's a <laughs> podcast. People can't yeah, see it. People can't see it. <laughs> lateral tilt. You bend to the left to get the on gloves top of it. to the glove side. <laughs> you know. So like, I think like what do you, what happened essentially with that rib cage issue? Yeah, I mean, it could have been a combination of things. It was one pitch. Um, it was like an 0-2 count, and I kind of let a fastball rip, and I think it was like 97. I just felt like a pop in my side, and I was like, oh, that wasn't good, and I ended up – I threw three more hitters, I think. I struck the next guy out, then walked the guy, and then in the middle of it, that on the third guy, I called the trainer out. It like had – the adrenaline kind of wore off, and it was starting to hurt bad enough to where I couldn't keep pitching. So, yeah sat out for eight weeks recovering from that and yeah like you said we just got my pelvis back into a good spot it was one of the better things that's happened like yeah knock on wood we've been super healthy yeah and i've been good ever since yeah so i mean that's sometimes you gotta fall flat in your face last may yeah yep and then um let's talk about off season you know this is kind of first time i haven't been with you yeah the most time like last off season a little bit different but um you know me not being there and joe helping you through your program or grant or chris right 
you know, how did, how was that this off season being in Colorado? Yeah. I was here. Well, it was, it was great. I was initially only going to be there for like a month mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was going to be down here yep. until the lockout hit, um, after playing in the Dominican, but it was great. Um, I mean, you came into town what two or three times. Yeah. Once, once a month. Yeah. Yep. Did assessments and redid the A block and B block. Basically every day's workout. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was great having Joe and Chris and Grant there. Just if there was like minor adjustments that needed to be made or, or then making sure I was getting into the right positions and doing their, the workouts correctly um, to get the most out of them. So, I mean, it was it was pretty smooth, very fluid in my opinion. Didn't so didn't miss me too much, hopefully. No, not okay, at good. all, actually. Uh, good. <laughs> good, good. So how I mean, how was it training in the cold weather? I know it's been cold there and like you can't get outside. Like our guys, we've been having live at bats. We've been yeah doing stuff at, you know, outdoors, throwing long toss, all that kind of stuff. Like you, we have a really good group of guys in Colorado. Absolutely. You know, a lot of big league guys and, you know, guys learn from, but at the same time, like how did we, how did you go about with us, obviously, and yeah. utilizing our facility or going to slammers or doing whatever you had to yeah. do? Like, how did you kind of maneuver around the snow and cold weather this, this year? Basically it was a lot of, well, it kind of sucked because it would like be nice for one day and then it would snow. And then by the time the snow melted, it was good for one day and yeah. then it would snow again. Yeah. So like we could get like one day every week outside, yeah. but in, inside just like do a and B block and then go throw into the cage, simulated long toss into the cage. And I mean, you, you do what you can to get your arm ready. It's for me, it's more about the volume at that point, like yeah. throwing volume and mix in intensity as you get closer to spring training, but we didn't know when that was this year. So I was kind of guessing like, Oh, maybe we're getting close to a deal. Like yeah, so let's right. start taking up the, <laughs> let's yep. start increasing intensity, but yeah, just getting the volume in the cages, um, throwing bullpens, the guys twice a week and, and yeah, just doing everything you can indoors. I mean, I will say like, I like coming down to Arizona early so that I can get that time outdoor. Like it's yep. different being on a rubber mound compared to a dirt mound. And, yep. Like even just the visuals are different. And, uh, and then being able to long toss, like you're throwing in a 60 foot cage, you're not really getting good feedback. And I think it kind of, kind of bit me in the ass. Sorry for the language, but right when I got down here, because the first few times I threw to hitters, I was kind of cutting the ball. Yep. And I was probably developing that inside the cage, exactly. Which is, and I'm not getting feedback because it's only going 60 feet and it looks straight. Um, And so I was able to adjust, and and the fastball's back to not cutting. But that's the nice part about being able to come down to Arizona early. Yep. Unfortunately, couldn't do that this year, but in years past, I've always done that. See the the ball flight and see that. See the ball flight, like yeah. That's what happens. You're throwing plyos, right? And you're close to the wall. And you're didn't don't you don't really know you're cutting it. Yeah. And like you're missing, like you're just kind of throwing where you think the catcher would be. Yeah. Instead of throwing like up and up to the right. Yeah. Or and then you get in the cage and then you play light catch with somebody and then you have to expand <laughs> it and you're like, oh fuck, I don't know where the ball's going. Yeah. You know? Um, so like, you know, we try and try to give you guys feedback, but it's like yeah. you can only do so much, yeah, you know. Absolutely. It's I mean, in the cage, like when you're throwing with somebody, they can be like, Hey man, the ball's spinning, like yep. you're cutting it. But when you're just thrown into the net, it's like the, the net can't see it. Yep. Nobody's standing back there to see it. So it's like you can develop some bad stuff, but it was it was an easy fix, which well, was good. At the and same time, like, like who did you play catch with a lot this offseason? Like Wyman probably? Yeah, it was kind of all over the place yeah. this year. Because there was like minor league guys leaving. And, yeah. like, and then we were all there at different times, had different schedules. Like So whoever's at the gym. Yeah, whoever. Bailey sometimes. Yeah. Um, 
think I threw with Rogers a couple times when Tyler was out of town. Um, Delbrash, yeah, a little bit. Uh, those guys like know what your ball's gonna do, right? Yeah, but absolutely. at the same time, like our cages in Colorado, are, like only what eighty feet. Yeah. So you can't really like you can't <laughs> yeah. get long with it, yeah. you know, and then you can't go max and ten there, you'll kill somebody. Yeah. So you're not getting that good feedback until you get on like the rap soda or the yeah. track man. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that was good. Like having the rap soda every bullpen helps yeah. so much. Yeah. And I actually wasn't cutting any of my bullpens, but when you have so many throws into a net, you're like you can develop stuff and in the bullpens it was good. And I mean there was other factors to be cutting it too. So but yeah, I mean, we fixed it. We had ironed it out in a week, so yeah. it was good. Yeah, that's what the <laughs> nice thing is too. You have a group of people. We, you know, Absolutely. you built, we built, yeah, to help that issue. Like, Absolutely, Joe knows how to read the pitching. Yeah. See, see, read the Rapsodo or look at your movement wise, and yeah. he knows what our issue is. Like, you know, yeah. Grant, not he is really good on the movement side, but doesn't know like the pitch capability side, yeah. right? And Joe's just like, hey, like. You know, back hip extension. You're, yeah. you're not, you know, you're not getting back hip extension. Well, we just adjusted a couple things today in the knee block. Yep. To, it was, it was my back hip is really why I'm cutting the ball, and yep. now we have a couple things that are gonna fix that and the direction that I'm driving in. And yeah, it's a constant grind. Like, grind up. you know, I was just watching like Webby, for example, and he was disconnecting off the mound in his spring training game. You see when he was cutting the ball, and then yep. when he stayed connected, he'd be normal electric. Logan, electric, you know, yep. and. It's just like knowing that movement quality for you guys is like where I think a lot of baseball coaches go wrong. They don't know the human movement side of things, right? Yeah. Where it's like you got to know both sides of the game. If you're a pitching yeah. coach, you got to know human movement. If you're a performance coach, you got to know demands of the game. Absolutely. I was just talking to our, our AAA pitching coach, Mike McCarthy, about this, and he's really good with the movement stuff. Um, and he can like see these things and help you fix it in the weight room and like help you do some drills throwing and with plyos and kind of like what we do here and but you get the old school coaches who are like oh just like stay through it longer like you're cutting it just stay through it longer yeah, like, i can't <laughs> or like they they just don't they have certain cues that are like old school and it's like but when you're cutting the ball because your back hip isn't firing properly like a lot of the old school guys can't see that when yeah. the problem is not with your hand or what you're doing with your arm it's what you're doing with your back hip. And that yeah. was my problem. We looked at the video and I'm like, I told our, our pitching coach, I was like, I don't think it's my hand. I think it's something else. And we looked at it and it was, uh, it was my back hip. Yeah. So we were always saying, like, you didn't tell me trying. that. You didn't tell me that until I said something yeah. on the mound today. Like, oh, I got this really good. Like, he has like a 45 degree step behind med ball drill. He does. Yeah. It does a lot for his back hip and it yeah. works really well. Yeah. You don't go across your body anymore. And yeah. You know, and like that's where I most orgs need that, right? Yeah. Like you see, like a lot of the higher end orgs, you guys being one of them, like you guys have added good personnel. Yeah. The higher end orgs have that capability to have the mesh between the performance side and then the sports specific side. And you have like the lower end orgs. I'm not saying any names, obviously. Yeah. Like, or it's just like this completely segregated and separated. Yeah. You know, and um, that's where I think we've, I'll toot our own horn, that's where we do a really good job of. Blending everything. blending everything like we here like we're lucky enough to have like andrew simon our pitching side that both know human movement like nothing like andrew's also a strength coach if you need yeah, to be absolutely. you know so like that how, how much more comfortable does that make you feel you it's know? so nice in the off season like being able to to have everything like a one-stop shop you got yep. nick yep a pt in denver and so you guys communicate on the a block and how i'm moving and like 
and then we've got pitching guys and like it's just really nice to be able to I don't have to go to three different facilities and try to communicate myself. Yep. You guys have that direct line of communication. And it's like Nick calls you, hey, Steven's got this, this, and this going, change this in his A block. And we're like, okay, next day I'm on Easy. The, the new stuff. And yep. Just you gotta yep. put the ego aside. Sometimes I don't trust Nick, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of easy not to trust. <laughs> but I mean, who, who's gonna work with you guys next offseason? Nick's moving here, like JJ, right? Well, I'm hoping to not be it. Yeah, JJ. You'll I be, like JJ a lot. I'm Arizona. hoping to be in Arizona. Yeah. You've been saying that for like three years, though. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> financially, it'll be a little different this year. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to maybe move here in a couple of years. we got to see what the, the lady's doing. We'll She's locked in at Swedish Hospital for two years. So. Same what's up to we'll the wifey, though. Yeah. Shout out to the wifey. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been together? A little over two years now. I remember when you first met her. Yeah, I told you guys. Yeah. I was like, hey. This girl's awesome. And you were just you were like, you were like, oh, you gotta like go ask her out then. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna take my time. But you also I just got, came out of a relationship, I got my ways. right? Yeah, correct. I did. Like you just like it was pretty. I was fast. out of one, and I was like, no, I don't need to jump right. That's why I said. One. That's why I said, go ask her. He's like, no, he's gotta have a relationship. I'm like, all right. Well. Yeah, they were all pushing me to go. I'm like, guys, relax. It'll happen. Like, just give me some time. It happened. And it happened. You I told are, you guys, you need to trust yeah. your boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's good. You're happy. Um, what, uh, you know, what else are you doing, you know, to get yourself ready, like nutritionally wise and stuff like that? I know you meal prep the shit out of it. Right? Like, that's <laughs> yeah, your that MO. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meal prep. I got all my containers and yep. usually on Sundays this year, I was kind of dividing it into two days cause it's a long day in the kitchen, and, yeah. but I would do 18 meals a week. So I would cook six breakfast, lunches, and dinners. And then like Sundays I would eat whatever my family's having and, but yeah, uh, off season, like gluten free, majority of the time, I still like if I go out to eat, I'll have some yeah, bread or yeah, something. Whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm You're not, not going out to eat every night, no, yeah. But it's, yeah, like basically meat, veggies, rice, or potatoes, and just pretty simple, like nothing, just kind of what you need, yeah. like, and then protein shakes after lifting. And I really have gotten away from protein though because I realize. I start gaining weight and I don't need to like when I like in college, I was 240 pounds and I got TJ and lost 25 pounds and started moving better. And so like when I'm the 250 to 220 range is when I'm perfect. So if I start doing a bunch of protein shakes, I get like, it's all that shit. Yeah. It starts creeping up. And so I'm like, if I just eat a good meal right after the workout, I'm good. I don't need the protein shake. Like I'll be fine. Do you think your body responds better? Like as far as the inflammation side of things, with the nutrition while you're eating now versus what you used to do? Um, yes. Like when I was in college, I would just eat anything. Like, I mean, you're like you're ice cream on yeah. campus. Like you're just eating whatever is there. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I thought about it kind of, but I was trying to gain weight. I got into college at 175 pounds at six, four. Yeah. So I was a little twig. And so I think the, the problem for me there when I gained all the weight is I got used to freshman year. I put on like, 20, 25 pounds. And I was eating like probably six to 8,000 calories a day. And then that became the norm for me. I've always feel hungry. And so I got up to 240 pounds and like, had to like finally look in the mirror and be like, dude, you are starting to lose it. Like (laughs) you need to, you need to get this back together. And so, um, it was more for me, it was like portion control. Like, like don't eat too much, like eat what you need. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you're gaining weight, you need to have all the extra. Like I yeah. needed it when I was 175, but then there was that point where I kept eating like that. 
and I got up to 240 pounds. And like, did you and, notice like your velocity? Oh, my velocity increase, was, decrease, it was down. Fluctuate, yeah. Like, so it increased like my sophomore year, redshirt freshman year. Increased sophomore year, I was probably about 210. Um, and I was sitting like 91 to 94 as a starter and throwing, throwing pretty well. And Velo was good most of the season and same with the following year. And then it was after my junior year where I like, the weight really started. I think the metabolism started slowing down. Yeah. I was like 21, 20, 21 years old and stuff started slowing down, but I kept eating the same. And so it was like, then I blew up from like 215, 220 to 240 in like a year. And I just was not moving well. Like hips were tight, hammies were tight, everything was tight and blew my arm out. Like that's, that was part of it in yeah. my opinion. I, sure. I got so heavy, like there's good weight and then there's bad weight. And yeah. I got so much bad weight and I just couldn't move. And I was at that time, I was trying to be an Olympic lifter, I guess. I was trying to lift the house exactly. in everything I was doing. And I think that's one of the, like, that's part of, like, the maturation process as a baseball player. You realize, like, strength is good. You need strength. But then there's also, in my opinion, there's a point where, like, you're strong enough, kind of. And, like, your functionality, it needs to be functional movement at that point. Yeah. Like, I think that's probably why I had some back injuries a couple of years ago. Yeah. I was trying to lift the house on deadlifts. And, like, I go out of, like... I have one bad rep and I'm like, oh, I kind of just at 500 pounds. I, you know, when I have 500 a pounds bit. and I have one bad rep, yeah. that can mess you up. And yeah. now I'm like, I haven't deadlifted in two years. I'm throwing harder this spring than I ever have. Yeah. And this off season, I was really like committed to not overdoing the weight. Like I get competitive in the weight room. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I did 90 pounds on dumbbell bench last week. I want to do 100 this week. And I looked at myself. I'm like, hey man, you don't, you well, don't. Once in a while, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But like. I realized I don't need that. No. Like I'd rather have my, like I'd rather be moving well. It's, move, it's all about movement quality. That's Absolutely. People don't understand. When I try to lift super heavy all the time, it's like I lose my movement quality. 100%. And yeah. so when I, I, when I found that happy medium for some people, they need to lift heavy because like maybe they're Griffin Jacks, for example. Yeah. He's way yeah. more mobile than I am. Yep. And like that heavy lifting, like stabilizes it. Yep. Whereas I'm, I'm pretty tight and stable. So like, I really need the extra, and that's what's great is like you got like me and Griff's lifts aren't going to look anything alike. Nope. Like his body moves way different. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I like. Look like at Taylor or Tyler Rogers, right? Where oh, they're yeah. super hypermobile. Absolutely. Right. I don't think we have like any of the same lifts. That's completely opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Very different. Yeah. I watch their A block and my A block, and they're very different. They're about the so, same length. They're both hella yeah. long, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's look. Like, this sounds like multiple conversations we've had right yeah. and it's just like so many people don't understand like you don't need to deadlift the house yeah. all the time you don't no. need to the know. base strength is good yeah but once you have that it's like especially a guy your age like yeah you've had success in mm -hmm. pro ball and now our next step is to get you four years of to arbitration and sign yeah. a deal yeah Absolutely. you know it's so like we're not going to do that by deadlifting. Like, let's right. be let's be honest. You know what I mean? I'm probably done deadlifting for my career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly. We talked about that today. I was like, I could get you. To, I mean, we could deadlift. Yeah. We're not going to have you deadlift. Like, just yeah. not. Don't need it. Don't need it. Like, yeah. what's going to keep you on the field for? Any time they call you down to the bullpen, get you out to close the game out. Like, how are we going to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. And we have certain lifts where you're like, hey, this is more of a movement lift, not 
like don't load it exactly like lightweight this is a movement pattern but we're loading it a little bit to help yeah and like yeah coming out of high school i was like uh, my my vision of college baseball was oh you gotta like lift 6 a.m four times a week and get huge with the boys and everybody's around you yelling and like you're just trying to put up weight and you're going to max deadlift and you're maxing this and maxing that. And like, that was what I thought college was like. And then you go run all the time and like, you're getting in great shape. And like, as I, this. and I tried that, I was running probably like five to 10 miles a week and lifting max. Like I was never getting any recovery early in college, which is why I was hurt. And like, now I'm like, I lift twice a week in season yep. and and they're, they're, Never they're max. and they're on specific days too. on specific days like yeah. you know like the day of this side we're gonna lift and the day after you're you're, you're pitching you got recovery we got recovery yeah right like, so like yeah try to, i personally i try to get it all and like if i it's hard as a reliever um i might try a schedule one tyler rogers was talking about that he like lifts tuesdays, tuesdays fridays yep. he gets his body and so his body gets in that routine which is good I taylor and tyler both do that yeah that's okay as a reliever that's, that's I, have I had you doing that last year you just didn't yeah. know it yeah well <laughs> so you probably scheduled it but i like sometimes oh. i would push it the next day because i would always man. try to go i would always try to go right after i threw yeah like okay i was in a game i'm gonna get my lift in yeah and then i realized like and that's why i think i'm gonna switch to what taylor and tyler were telling me like the tuesday friday because as a reliever like you might throw three days in a row and like obviously you're not gonna lift three days in a row but if you lift after that first day you might be a little soggy for that next day yep and whereas if you get your body in the routine of Tuesday, Friday, your body is kind of ready for it. It kind of knows. Well, that and also you got to yeah. look at your, your travel schedules, right? Absolutely. You're never going to have a day game yeah. on a Tuesday. Yeah. Right. And you're never going to have a day game on a Friday. Yeah. So right. And, and those are non before. and those are non travel days. Yeah. So you can lift before the game. Like, you know, Absolutely. it's going to be a night game. You know, it's a non travel day. You know, you know where you're going to be in the city. Yeah. Well, what the weight room is going to have. You know, all that kind of stuff. So everything's already set up for you. Absolutely. I mean, well, and then even thinking like, because I could be a guy that's up and down all year between AAA and the big leagues. Like in AAA, we travel on Mondays. So it'll be kind of nice. Get in Tuesday, get the body moving, get a lift in before the game or or even that morning, kind of shake off the travel rust. and, And then Friday be a night game again lift friday and then you got saturday sunday and all the other days to recover exactly i mean so, plus like today we just talked about adding that mobility movement day yeah right so like that's an additional movement we can do and to keep like your, keep it twitchy throughout the season because it yeah. can get long right yeah and you know we don't want to have you do a ton of sprints in season but we want to yeah. keep you powerful absolutely you know utilize some med ball work utilize some mobility that you need specifically away yeah. from your a block like we talked about today yeah um so just adding that third day but it doesn't need to be high intent Exactly. You know, like each each lift isn't going to be day one is not going to be hella hella heavy, and day day five isn't going to be hella heavy. It's going to be yeah. go moderate heavy the first day, and then a little moderate lighter the, the third the second lift. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And then just having that extra day in between where it can sprinkle in extra extra stuff is is important. Absolutely. And what you choose to do that day, you do it. Yeah, and that's what we talked about today is like hit on some. Like I've got my A block that I can do daily, but I was like, oh, let's mix in something else where I'm doing some alternate movement that still gives us the same result as my current A block. So we're basically adding in another A block yep. for off days. And then you can take those exercises as needed too. Yeah. 
right? It's like kind of all the apart. It's a little tight one day, like, oh, this exercise helps that. Yeah. Hit that one again. Exactly. And it's all in the app, which is nice. Yeah. Because I'll forget. And then I just look back at the app. I know. We need to create our own app, by the way. I still have 200K laying around to right. do. Yep. So Mitch, if anybody wants to Mitch sponsor Rocha. yeah, Mitch. But Mitch like, yeah, it's going to cost you expensive. I was expensive. Like, I know, Mitch. Like, hook your boy up, though. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'll Come give on, you – Yeah, sponsor yeah. the podcast, Pipes, and give <laughs> us an app. <laughs> um, you got anything else? No. I'm excited to get rolling on this season. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. been a quick turnaround, man. <laughs> that lockout sucks. It's been crazy. It's crazy, yeah. So, especially, like, first year being – on the roster, like, yeah, the last thing you want is for everything to be up in the air. Like, at some point, I was like, damn, we might not even have a season. This is gonna be my first year on the 40 man. Like, so I'm glad, we're, I'm glad we're back. I'm glad we're rolling. Body's feeling good, been throwing pretty well. So, yeah, you've had a good spring training. Yeah, you're throwing good Friday, Friday against the Royals at our place, night game. Nice. So, try to go. yeah, yeah, let me know. Yeah, I can get you tickets. Hell yeah. Well, so. I'll be there for your debut in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. That's just why I want to go to San Diego, not because I want to see you. Yeah, you were just there. You're, like, you're trying to get back there already. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so expensive there. Oh, yeah. I don't you know how you yeah. I don't know how you guys like somebody like you, like who probably won't get the league minimum for the whole year. Yeah. But like, how the hell do you even live there? Like during the season and they need to pay for your well place. i mean if you're making big league money it's nice <laughs> yeah but if you're up and you down though, it. you know what i mean yeah if you're up and down i i don't know what they do i think i heard that like if you get sent down they like cover your apartment that you have there gotcha help you out with that good because it's like not your choice to leave so right. they're kind of they're yeah. moving i'm you making triple a money and gotta pay for yeah, the apartment in san diego for a one <laughs> yeah. yeah so well, I appreciate you, dog. Yeah. Love our love our relationship, and absolutely, let's keep it let's keep it going. And if you need anything else, let us know. All right, appreciate, appreciate you. you.